<laughs> Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary beings to a spooktacular episode of Cosmic Crit. Or should I say, Cosmic Crypt? <laughs> As you can hear from the tone of my voice that I insist on doing for this intro, All Hallows' Eve is quickly approaching. Now is the time of year I get messages from my friends on which film or films they should view in order to get themselves into the holiday mood. If you're a member of the Cosmic Crit Discord or caught my stream with my wonderful cohort Tyler last year, you know that I am a rabid devotee of the horror genre. Since there is no new business on the Cosmic Crit front this week, I thought it fun to share a short list of little terrors to delight and fright you this week. There are some old tricks and new treats. Firstly, we have 1978's Halloween. This slashic set the standard and paved the way for the slasher boom of the 80s. But director John Carpenter's command of atmosphere and iconic score still make this a sinister seasonal must-watch. Number two, Ready or Not, this incredibly clever horror comedy starring up-and-coming screen queen Samara Weaving as one of the most fun movies I saw last year about a new bride who must survive the night by playing a deadly twist on the children's game Hide and Seek. It's moody, it's sharp, and while exceptionally fun, retains excellent tension when it needs to. And speaking of tension, I would be remiss if I didn't mention one of my all-time personal favorites, 2014's It Follows. David Robert Mitchell strikingly directs this feature about a girl being stalked by a persistent, seemingly unkillable thing. It oozes with style, reminiscent of Carpenter's Halloween, along with the most memorable horror score in decades. It can be a bit of an acquired taste, but it's one I will defend with my undying breath. Number four would be Underwater. Released earlier this year and sadly flew under the radar, we don't see this kind of aquatic horror very often. Something goes wrong at an undersea mining base and it quickly proves no mere accident. The film wastes no time getting started, delivers very fun creature effects, features an excellent lead performance by Kristen Stewart, and sort of serves as the Cloverfield sequel we should have received. Lastly, I would be utterly failing you if I did not implore you to make the 80s cult classic The Monster Squad a staple of your seasonal viewing. This movie is pure bliss. It's the Goonies versus the Universal Monsters. It's got a fun ensemble cast great, if cheesy, monster effects, and some very, very classic lines. A word of warning, though. From the, as this movie's from the 80s, 
it does feature some problematic language that showed itself in similar films of the time. I just don't want anyone to be caught unaware. And if you are looking for more family-friendly affairs, I implore you to listen to Drew and I on the More You Nerd podcast as we're going through our Trunk or Treat theme throughout the month of October. And now, dear listeners, it's time to finally start our fiendishly fun episode 157, Scary Starships to Search in the Dark. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Grip your flashlight tight. Keep your tank controls on a swivel. And get ready to trot across the foggy snow of this week's episode of Silent Crit Hills. This is your GM here, Patrick, a.k.a. your great mumbling monster slowly stalking behind you as you try to run away in search of an unlocked door. Joining me in seeking our lost daughter and fighting off nightmarish beasts of my five friends and your player twos to my right. The sheriff just rolled in from out of town at the worst possible time. It's Rebecca rolling with Zinnia. Hello. Across from her, he's the only one with ranged weapons to shoot those evil bat things out of the sky. It's Drew delivering Echo 7. It's not a Tuma. Nope, nope, nope. To my right, this big guy's head is split in two Solarian opposite directions. It's Tyler dredging up to Basho. It's spooky season, Patrick. Spooky season! Across from him, he's driving an 80s Jeep Wrangler right through the guardrails of our heart. It's Jabert playing us dressed. Hey, everybody. And across the digital table, he's sending the great children back to school with a quick plasma blast to their dome. It's Miles mixing it up with Sprouts. Good evening. I don't know why I got real high there at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed spooky season, everyone. Welcome oh back to God. this is our Halloween week episode. Uh, the, the end of this week. Uh, it's it's time for social distance candy handing out. And, and it's also time for Drew explains his joke because I'm getting a lot of weird looks on the cameras. <laughs> oh, I understand. I understand the joke. Miles knows. But uh, if you play the first Silent Hill, <laughs> the rest game, of us just don't care. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, so in, in the original Silent Hill, you go to a school, but the the. Uh, uh, Konami developers who developed Silent Hill, they used the school from the movie Kindergarten Cop for all of their reference photos. Mm-hmm. So even down to bulletin boards, you can see hanging in the background are the same layout of bulletin boards in the movie. I think the the license plate on the bus out front matches, too. It's pretty wild. There's some very interesting Internet sleuthing to be done. Uh, yes. About and that. the. Those those pages are there. It's a fascinating read because, again, they're just researching just American schools. So I get why they did what they did. And honestly, it makes it a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of fun things about that first game. Um, oh, I'm a massive Silent Hill fan. So we've talked about it on the show that this is my favorite holiday and a lot of your guys's favorite holidays as well. Oh, yes. Uh, might be a little different with the old Rona rearing its ugly head, but uh, I was wondering yeah. how, how you plan to keep the, the horror ween, the, 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 the Halloween tradition alive in your spirit. Well, 
A lot of my friends have resigned to do uh, HMAD, which is Halloween movie a day or horror movie a day. Where you kind of make a list and you check it twice. And basically commit to watching a horror film a day. Or or at least something uh, spooky related. And I've been doing a couple different things. Um, For whatever reason... It's weird because yes, this is a it's 2020 and Halloween is going to be very different. Uh, I am I am one of those people that really loves the season of Halloween more than just the the holiday itself. Oh yeah, I, I like the overall. I love fall and I love everything about the lead up to Halloween. Halloween itself is very fun, but it's every, that's everything everything else about the it. Cherry on top of the Sunday. Yeah, exactly. So I, I've actually really gotten into, I mean, we've been just decorating stuff around the house. Just, uh, we bought some like <laughs> little knickknacks and stuff to put around and, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of keeping that fun fall spirit because in, in the South, we actually got hit with a little fall weather early this year, which was a shock to all of us. So it was only like 80 degrees instead of 85 degrees. <laughs> oh, no. It's, I mean, it's, uh, I think it topped out at 71 today for us. Yeah, Yeah. I I am loving this weather. The leaves are changing. (laughs) It's 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 great. Um, So, yeah, I this is my favorite. This is my favorite season. Ditto. Ditto. Yeah, I'm with Miles. Uh, This sucks. I really like handing out candy. You Mm -hmm. know, I, I live in suburbia, so we typically get. You know, uh, depending on the weather, a decent amount of trick or treaters. Um, but we're not planning on opening up our doors this year. Um, so one of the things that I'm trying to do uh, at at my place of employment is I, I'm actually bringing in the PlayStation 4 and a TV that day, which I'm going to be setting up um, near my desk. And I'm just going to play horror movies at work all day long. Uh, I've made That's a list nice. of five. I've made a list of uh, five different movies uh, that are somewhat appropriate. <laughs> and uh, well, if you listen to the uh, more you nerd right now, you can find plenty of age appropriate horror movies. So in addition to horror movies at my desk, the other thing I'm very excited for this year is I finally got the components to do my uh, Jason and Freddie mashup. I have my replica Jason mask and I got, I don't know if I showed everybody this, but I got this sweet, uh, Freddy glove. Um, you showed me a while on, ago. Yeah, that I'm showing on screen right now, and I'm very excited. I'm going to come in the most full up costumed I can. I don't usually do that, uh, but I'm going to do it this year. And so I have to work on. I have to work. So want to make the most of it. That sounds awesome. We're still and making looking, our, our plans because uh, we've got kids, and it's like, what are we going to do? So we're, yeah, we're jury's gonna... still out on whether we're going to do trick or treating or figure out some other way to make it fun for them. They've already already been asking me to decorate the house. <laughs> so maybe we should get some decorations since yeah. we may not have a normal Halloween on Halloween. Yes, indeedy duty. Um, yeah, I think we might put up some decorations this year and maybe um, decorate our door and then uh, just blast full size full size snicker bars through the the mail slot or something if someone rings you're just gonna put them in like a t-shirt cannon and just like launch them will be hilarious (laughs) dress up the door the the slot for mail make it look like a monstrous mouth and be like just put your your hand in strangers uh (laughs) strangers doors that can't possibly go wrong grab candy (laughs) um right so yeah, Halloween is upon us, and we have a a great 
episode to get back to a spooky episode with a mystery afoot. There's only one person who can solve it. That's the crack detective Sprouts Marlowe, who will remind us what happened last time on Cosmic Crit. Look, nothing against Clay Company, but I'm glad to be showing our backsides to that old group. It was just as nice to root ourselves back in Ultranius for a brief respite. Just pits up, though. Got ourselves a new set of wings after the absolute beating we put on the last one. Geotech's vision, I think it's called. Don't look at me. I didn't name it. We followed the coordinates from the research we obtained from Geotech and came up with Bupkis. Nothing was there. However, we did come across this peculiar nebula-like thing. It takes someone with more beans in their pod than I got to explain it. Let's just say it was weird. It would take too long to go around, so we opted to go through and proceed to engage in the oddest starship combat we've ever had. The elements itself. Asteroids, weird readings, you name it. We came out the other end for our newest case. A starship with no life signs. The Eternal Melody. Indeed, where we last left off. A ghost ship. So I'm a little traumatized by this because this reminds me of a Halloween special we did. Some odd years back uh huh yes yes so we're, you've were tasked in <laughs> yeah, finding I was a gonna uh, interrupt. dead ship I was going to interrupt to ask if we were doing a Halloween special this year but I guess you came up with this uh <laughs> this is the special it's just it's just good timing everyone oh so this isn't this isn't the AP this is not a Patrick original oh no this is in the adventure path okay <laughs> uh when we last left off uh, Zinnia and Echo 7, you were looking upon the damage to this Sheeran ship, the Eternal Melody. So, taking a look at the ship, you're trying to determine what has attacked it. Zinnia, you have studied gargantuan life forms that exist in the vacuum of space back, back at Zesh University many years ago when one of your professors had a single cell of one of these space monsters brought in for study in a a huge glass you know water tank that measured five feet in diameter and uh this the cell was alive on its own uh but from this this creature that is you know many many times larger that could swallow a starship whole in echo seven you recognize the damage as the same forms of attack that was done to your erstwhile vessel the geist hammer it was the same neighborhood as space as well. And you're just reliving, watching as your escape pod zips away from the Geist Hammer and this creature devoured what remained of the Amaranthan vessel. This giant creature known as a Stellar Protozoa, which is a living starship that indeed can take out huge vessels by itself. Zoom, zoom, zoom. And that is that's what you see on the outside of the ship Um, from your scans of the vessel. No, no life signs, no energy readings, minus uh, some few random flarings from this electrical cloud that you are safely nestled in. If you guys want to spend some time now and make repairs to the ship, you can, I believe, uh, Repairing the hull damage you took from the the meteor storm will take about five hours or so, and it's 
Do we have any other pressing timing of stuff? I mean, just the impending death of everybody on... Oh, you're just trying to catch up to this, the the comet or the asteroid or whatever it is that's hurtling through space. So losing the ordinance of days would be uh, very difficult because it would, it, it would make it... Um, Make it so it's a little more difficult to get out there to follow those trails. But um, yeah, if you do want to repair, it's 10 UPBs per whole point of damage. I believe you took 36 sound, right? Oh, I 32 somewhere. I have 34 written down. Oh, well, then nice, happy medium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it'd be 340 uh, UPBs burnt and uh, a few hours out in zero G around the exterior of the, the ship making those repairs. I think that would be wise if we have mm-hmm. the ability to do so here. Um, that seems worth it. We're not to our destination yet. <laughs> so let's be prepared. Uh, okay. So, and then in the meantime, you can prepare. I'm guessing do you want to go explore this vessel. You're yeah. the, the trail of where the, the prodigal stone has gone, has mostly run dry. It's just led to this nebula. And you're pretty sure that this is a, a a vessel that would be traveling to, if this is what it is supposed to be like a, a Sheeran Hylaxian religious site. Yep. Um, as you recall from underneath Ultranius, it seems like Hylaxians have been making this pilgrimage for some time. And this was a Sheeran built vessel, right? This is, yeah, the Eternal Melody. Okay. Well, let's uh, finish repairs and get on board. Yeah. Okay. Any special preparations you want to make before you head on over? As I said, it looks like it is. There are, are multiple holes in the the hull of the, of the vessel. You're pretty sure it will not be able to, even if you somehow got it. Uh, engines back online it would not be able to pressurize and can can we scan for any signs of i mean we're probably not going to find signs of life but mm-hmm. this uh, is you already have and there are there are no signs of life can we scan for signs of death <laughs> uh if you knew what kind of like energy signatures you were looking for uh yes ostensibly but there's the only thing that you're able to pick up like I said, are these brief electrical impulses that seem to be kind of lightning r- rotting the ship. Um, so you, you might see like brief electrical activity on board the vessel, but besides that, nothing, nothing in the way of like the ship actually moving. Do they seem to be in, in any kind of pattern or just random electrical discharges? Oh, they're very, very random. You might go like five, 10 minutes without one. And then they're like three in a row and, um, um, it's the, the same storm that you guys navigated your vessel. Um, uh, Gauchak's vision, <laughs> if you recall, through the, the cloud last week. Um, I might cast dark vision on myself. Mm-hmm. Just get a little get a little, little bit of that gone. Okay. That lasts for, for hours. Yeah, hours per level. So nice. got that for a little bit. Is the Sheeran ship made of metals there yes yes there's a lot of metal okay um i think if it wouldn't take too long um there are two items that could be useful here one would be mag boots Mm -hmm. 
Um, and the other one is, I can't remember if it's called an, I'm, I'm trying to look it up, but it's, I think it's called an oxygen candle um, or something like that. It's, it's an item where you can crack it and get like a dome of breathable oxygen for a short period of time. I'm going to have to try and look it up, but uh, I think that, I think the mag boots I would definitely want to have crafted. In case we just have, because I'm sure we're going to be having to be dealing with some zero G. Let's see, how much is a mag boot? Seven fifty. Seven fifty. Is that uh, what? What does that count as for a for an item? Is that just is that armor mod or? Uh, yeah, let me check. I think it's a technological item. Like in, it is a technological. Yeah, it is a technological item. Quick question: How does flight work in zero G? Your flight has to be, it'll be like listed. It'll have to be magical or propulsion based and it cannot be air based, unfortunately, for your wings. That makes total sense. So Zinni would just fly away, right? (laughs) What do you mean? I mean, if it were zero G. You wouldn't move at all. Zero G, uh, you you have great flight capability, but zero atmosphere, you have uh, zero flight capability. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and add on to that uh, reflecting armor. It's going to pop that on. Mm. Anything. Anything's lined I'm just going to be holding onto someone for dear life. <laughs> what? That's what is that you did, did you guys find the cost of, uh, of mag boots? Yeah, 750, 750. 750 credits. Oh, yeah. We're doing um, that. Capacity 20, usage 1 per hour, level 2 item. Uh, they can yeah. be, they're activated as a move action. These are only level two items. I would say you can probably have that going while you're repairing the Gauchax vision. Um, so these are ready by the time you're ready to start exploring. Yeah, Zenny will make some of those too. Yeah, just a useful thing in case we have to fight. Uh, or might, who, even um, if it, I mean, honestly, even if it just keeps us from having to make athletic checks to push around walls and stuff, that makes me happy. Did uh, did someone equip the uh, jetpack? Yeah. Hey. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you can use jetpack in in zero G. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do we know yet whether this is zero G or zero atmosphere? Yeah. So definitely zero atmosphere. You can tell from the outside. There's no power to the ship, so there would be nothing generating. Um, like there's not even like backup power uh, readings that you you'd be able to tell. So there's nothing. Oh, I see. But a jetpack would work because it's propulsion based, whereas right. my wings are not propulsion based. They depend on the air. So with no atmosphere. Okay. Got Correct. It. Yeah. So your your wings are clipped this episode. Yeah. Um, I've got, yeah, I've got a pretty high acrobatic, so I'm going to buy mag boots, but I may <laughs> only use them if I need. Okay. Let's get to the ship. I'm taking us to a new map here of the Eternal Melody. And there's actually a few places you can pop in. Um, I've, I've placed you in like the, um, what's the left side of the ship? Starboard. Port. port. The port side. The aft port side where there was a, um, an, a, a portal entrance that has been destroyed, a um, umbilical-like entrance where they would normally come into the ship. But there's also on the forward port side uh, a large breach in the hull, and then on the forward starboard side there's a another couple of holes. So I mean, you guys can kind of enter in whichever section you would like to um, 
when no we real difference. When we scanned, did we get any indication on where the power core may be located on the ship? No, no, because there's no energy readings. There's no. Okay. Do, does I'm telling you. Does Trest maybe have uh, any experience on Sheeran ships that he would know generally um, or something like that might be for a ship like this? I don't think so. I think uh, yeah, Trest has spent basically uh, his whole life on sort of SDF sort of ships like or well not his whole life but the whole time that he's been yeah you know in space anytime he's been in space he's been on sdf shift ships not specifically sheeran ships oh i mean no. every ship we have been on the power core has been towards the rear or middle yeah, of the it, ship it seems like it seems like you would it's sort of like it's such a massive piece you'd want that sort of back towards the back of the ship like near the thrusters and and watch this be the the opposite of that and it's in the it's right under the bridge or something <laughs> oh, in the very front but i, I feel yeah. like the engines and the the, the <laughs> right, boots like like i think you want the center of mass sort of near the center of thrust for sort of like not pitching around reasons so that'd be my guess as to where I, it is but. i say i say we do the port aft okay that sounds that sounds like a reasonable place to go to me. That sounds, sounds good. good to me. I have a bad feeling about the width of these corridors, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. The first set that you see here, you will have to do some squeezing Devasho as um, this definitely is not a very large, capable, friendly. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Can I help by giving him a 10 foot en- uh, enhancement bonus speed? That, that would help because each of these five foot squares is basically like difficult terrain when he's squeezing. So he'll be able to move an additional five feet per, per round, right? Do you want me to do that? I can give you a booster as a biohacker. Oh, I was yeah. wondering. I was like, I, I kept thinking, how's she going to do that? I mean, it, it only lasts for, let's see, six rounds, whatever that would be. But Oh, that would be six well, that would be 36 seconds or something like that, right? It's <laughs> <That's> not very long. <laughs> that, that, that so maybe, maybe if we get like in a, a tight thing. spot yeah, and need to like run away. Thing for emergencies. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. If I'm Just struggling in, in combat, yes, you could shoot me with that. And that would be excellent. But as right. we're just exploring it, that doesn't. Well, work. I'll have one prepped for you in my in my little cool. gun. Uh, well, then it's probably best that he is in the rear uh, just so that he doesn't slow you guys down or um cause right. combat feel problems feel free to move yourself down this first hallway i've i've shown here there's what looks like a couple of doors on the forward side of the hallway and then about 20 feet down from where you enter a set of double doors leading to the the rear of the ship the aft side uh, and then it looks like a hallway towards the forward side uh this one i'm sure you'll enjoy is a 10-foot hallway the basho um but looks like it will lead through the center of um the ship ah victory do do we want to go down the hall towards this center aft first to see if that's where we can find Mm -hmm. the power core yeah, sounds if good. Like I can scout ahead and try to stealthily open the door and see what's going on. Sure, go ahead. So I'm going to allow you guys uh, while we're we're outside of um, 
combat here to take your time and take 20s to grab the handholds, what you need here in the, the hallway and kind of push yourself along. Um, if you're climbing, it will be, you know, a fairly, a much slower rate, I would say, like um, 10, 15 feet for you guys, like as a, a party. And yeah, it's it's very eerie as you're you're on comms and your own headsets here, heading through this first hallway. As there are no lights uh, except the the ones perhaps uh, coming off of your your own armor or uh, your weapons. Um, I don't think anyone here is going to be wearing lights openly. Is that correct? Um, I think everyone else has everyone dark, has vision, dark right? vision. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Devasha would have his his shield out. He can dim his moat. Mm-hmm. So I guess he, I mean, if, if I know, yeah, he knows that Zinnia likes it to be darker and he's in the back. So yeah, he would probably dim his moat in this situation. Uh, Echo has both dark vision and low light vision, depending on the situation. So sure. Very good. Right. So as you turn the corner here, Zinnia climbing along the wall, um, I will reveal about 60 feet as this main central corridor goes down almost the, the entire length of the ship. And you see floating there in the darkness um, a few bodies uh, just kind of drifting. Um, one maybe like in the near the ceiling of uh, this 10 foot tall hallway um, tucked in a corner, another one kind of like floating right in the, the center uh, there. What looks like a, a, a couple more hallways as well as central chambers in the, the interior of the ship. And there's a uh, two starboard doors and two port side doors. That you can see just looking up, up this way. Um, yeah, and then behind you is uh, that set of double doors to the aft. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Do you want to open the doors to the aft first, or do we want to inspect these bodies in the hallway? Uh, no. Yeah, the, I think the dead people are going to stay dead. So, yeah. Well, you, you say that. So? This, I don't know. You think so? It's <laughs> this, that's, what, that's what I think. That's what Trust thinks. I'm using <laughs> character knowledge. Uh, Echo, Echo 7 would like to remind everyone of four different movies that he watched on the space flight over here. Uh, but he is fine trying to get some lights on first, if we can do that before we start looking at bodies. You know, I haven't really thought about this very much, but just popped into my mind how about i give you a little gm juice a little gm uh let's let's just call it an offer if you guys right now concede to splitting your party just for just for one episode just for today splitting the party and say some of you investigate towards the front of the ship some of you towards the the aft uh for this episode each of you can get a a special Halloween book reroll. No deal. Every no deal, single right? that, one of you. That, that is guaranteed <laughs> shenanigans. Like, that's that's why that. I'm offering it. Debasho runs down the other hallway. <laughs> yeah. we, this is trick or treat, but mostly trick. Come on. It's Halloween. It's Halloween, Drew. Drew. Well, I will say Xenia would probably if I'm thinking of what the character would do, mm-hmm. seeing dead bodies would probably want to go and inspect them. So she 
could be the leader of the party going to the front of the ship. Debasho's one eighth already dead. This is this could be a cousin of his for all he knows. <laughs> it, it, well, so, well, don't worry, don't worry, gang. I will get the power on. I'll just you guys go see about those corpses, see if there's anything useful on them, and I will. I will get to the part. I will get to the the power. Friend Tress. Minia does does better in the darkness anyway, so I don't think she would make that a priority. So yeah, I'll go down toward the bodies and inspect them. Mm-hmm. Friend Sprouts, would you cover Zinnia just in case? Are, are yeah, you telling, I'll do telling him telling him to go with Zinnia? I feel like somebody needs to back Trest up because everybody else has run down the hallway. But are you just we have five players, so it's going to be two and three, right? That's true. That's yeah. true. And we might know, honestly, they, they, we might need Sprouts' roles more than we need uh, yeah. Well, that, yeah. I think you'd have to, like, softball toss me to, to Zinnia. I could yeah, do yeah. that because it's zero G, baby! <laughs> yeah, this is the one episode I'll also allow... It, I'll entertain any and all fastball specials. <laughs> yes! We, well, no, you've, you've let us do it before because I am 16 inches. Um, well, this one also, in zero G, thrown weapons have, like increased range as well so you could just punt them like a football so what i'm seeing here is you guys want to split up into a couple of groups Tavasho and zinnia heading towards the forward part of the ship and then everyone else kind of investigating the the back the aft side is that correct I that works so. yeah i guess so um great so let's take the the f- the back side of Trest and Echo and Sprouts. You're investigating, opening up these double doors. You see indeed what looks like the engineering bay and the the long dead power core of the ship. You guys can huddle into this small destroyed chamber along with a few corpses, actually. I don't like how happy you started saying that. Just at just, all. Everyone head right inside, and um, the door, like, you know, is like a jar when you get there. Um, you'll have to, like, push it out of the way to, to make enough room for everyone else to, to climb inside. But as you're taking a look around here, uh, well, first of all, do you want to take a look at the, the body first? Yes. Sure. Yeah, do you have uh, life science you want to roll here or medicine? Uh, let's see what's better for me. They're both the same. Uh, I'll roll life science. Uh, 16. Yeah, you can tell that these were Sheeran at, at one point. There's not a lot left of them as it seems like they have suffered some pretty grisly fates here. Um, Shabert, you're, you're, you've, you've not seen it before, but you've, you've heard of explosive decompression and, and what it can do to shear and carapace. You think this might be an example, basically just like their faces are turned inside out. It is a, a grisly scene here. Um, beyond that though, I can tell you guys looking at the, the engine, not only is it destroyed, like there's there's enough damage here that it would be impossible to, to get back online. It, it looks like a, a, most of the, the computers and electronics in this room as well have, have suffered a great deal of, of damage. So a little, little difficult here. Uh, let, let's head on to B-Team investigating the bodies out in the, the hallway. 
Uh, Zinnia, why don't you give me a, a medicine check? Maybe I could tell you a little bit more about them. All right. Are you just assuming Devasha doesn't have a good medicine check? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's a good assumption. It's You'd be only 100% a correct. 21. That's a three on the dice for a 21. So you can pretty much um, confirm that this indeed was um, explosive decompression. Um, taking a look over one of these other bodies, though, it does seem like uh, the spacesuit was destroyed like after they died and there's like tears and rips and things that have made it completely inoperable um so was this done when the the ship was destroyed you're not entirely sure there is another body towards the end of the hallway that now that you get about halfway there you can see and oh i'm sorry there's also some in these these small hallways off to the port side and and starboard side that i'll start revealing to you. Do they all appear to have suffered roughly the same fate or is any of them, I don't know, extraordinary in some way? You would have to get up close to, to examine them, but most all of them seem like indeed they've, um, I mean, if you get up to this one in the, the Northern side, it, it seems the exact same. Yeah. So if, if you investigate it, you can tell that it was more than likely a explosive decompression as well. So the the wounds that are post death is that am I am I hearing that right? There were those there was injuries to the some, body that come post death. Yeah, perhaps some of the armor was ripped and torn on on one of these here. Um, while you guys are now good and separated, can't even see each other through the the darkness, the dimness of the ship. Maybe just your lights on the other end. Uh, wasn't everyone give me a perception check? Not my favorite. Oh, good. And the turn order appears on the the roll 20 screen. Don't pay any attention. That means I'm sure nothing. Jack. <laughs> oh, I would have rather taken that for the inevitable initiative, but... The 28 from Sprouts. Sprouts. Sprouts so, so spry. Okay. Um, we are... Ooh, we got a 28 from Sprouts, a 27 from Zinnia, a 29 from... 29... It'd be a 29 if it's dim or dark. It is completely dark. Yep. So 29. Uh, Right. So bonus in there. So I can say, indeed, we are going to roll into initiative turn order now as I think trust. There's just some some psychic rumblings uh, up your your sheering spine. Any uh, any physical rumblings like vibrations? Like bowels, uh, nothing, no. nothing like that, that you can differentiate, <laughs> perhaps from from some explosive no, decompression. Your, what did your, you think was going? On? Your friends up the hallway here it might be difficult to mm-hmm. to suss out, um, but Sprouts and Zinnia, no, yeah, Sprouts and Zinnia also rolled well on the perception. Uh, this was a DC twenty six, so. Um, you, you just like catch out of the corner of your eye, maybe the uh, a little bit of movement, uh, a quick, quick shadow darting along one of these these hallways here. And uh, indeed, I think what you're seeing is some of these bodies beginning to muster and move about. Bop, bop, bop. I remember when I, uh, Echo 7 was describing those four different 
movies that he watched on Space Netflix on the way over here. Oh gosh, mm-hmm. yeah. Just he just wants to make sure that every that he rubs that in. Uh, mm-hmm. No uh, one argued against you. I don't know what you're rubbing in. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are in initiative turn order, and uh, we are going to do a surprise round. Uh, first in the surprise round is Sprouts Marlowe as. Boop, boop, boop. This body in engineering just kind of comes to life right next to you. Rah. Kind of stands up, almost floating uh, equidistant between the 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 ceiling and the, the floor here. And uh, you get a good look at it. Let me show you what you, you see here. Okay. And it is the artwork. Fwop. Oh. Is a, oh no. a thriller. Is a undead sheeran of some sort that seems to have some business have some words he wants to to share with you okay Uh, what words uh well it is vacuum so you're not going to be able to hear them but they are more than likely (laughs) take off my helmet so i can hear them speak yeah don't sheeran have some sort of uh telepathic communication yeah don't they have 30 feet of telepathy not dead ones not that we know I'm you, 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 sure. you an expert in undead Sheeran, Tyler? I what? am one-eighth dead on my mother's side, so yes. <laughs> He's a one-eighth dead Trox, and he thinks he knows everything about undead Sheeran. <laughs> I, have, yeah. I have one great-grandparent who's dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dress oh. comes from a long line of dead Sheeran. So first first off, family's dead. It's great. <laughs> Let's... <laughs> Let's actually start here with um, Zinnia. You, you you notice this this body in front of you moving as well. Can I get uh, let's see everyone except Devosho to make me a reflex save? Once again, perfectly positioned. Yeah, you're about ten feet away from from this one. So this is DC fifteen. Oh come on. <sighs> Now what we you, do have. You get? We, we do have fourteen. We do have. You do the, have a special the, Halloween the special report. reroll. Yeah, I'm going to use it on the first reflex save. <laughs> yeah, this That's is not a smart move. Not terrible if you want to stick with it because as you kind of like get close to this creature, you can tell some f- form of gravity well is surrounding it as you are knocked prone, just knocked right off of. Echo Seven shoulder, and we're going to say you just kind of f- are flung to the ceiling of uh, the. So does that does that in, uh-huh. in zero G would we be uh, like off kilter? I don't believe so. No, prone is uh, just like the condition. Uh, if you stay kind of like stuck to the ceiling here, you get a bonus against range attacks, a negative four against melee attacks, um, and it will be a move action to. Sp- to kind of stand up or to climb up in this case. Um, but off kilter will come into effect if you're, um, if you hit something while in zero G and are from moving. Um, so surprise Marlow, uh, you have a single standard move or standard action in the surprise round. What would you like to do? So I'm just kind of like against the ceiling. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, then I'm just gonna, I'm still I'm just gonna take a shot. You know, the sprout, sprouts is a little irritating. I mean, you could you could take it to stand up to remove the prone condition. I, I could, but mm. what does it matter if it's zero G? Because well, in this you, fight, because you right take now. minus four to melee attacks, and he's still in range to hit you if he decides to do that. Well, 
yeah, you, you get a minus four to your to your AC basically um, against melee attacks. Uh, is he super tall? Because if I'm on the ceiling, uh, he, he would have just enough range. Because like I said, he's kind of like floating uh, between the floor uh, and the, the ceiling. This is bull. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can either uh, stand up or shoot, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so obnoxious. Uh, I'm going to shoot. All right. Go ahead. Give me that blast. And it's going to make an attack of opportunity. Uh, oh, not yeah. if I target it. Actually, they, they haven't gone in the, the turn order. So, well, that, that's the target of your trick attacks. I don't think he'd be able to make his his attack yet. So go go ahead and just make your, your free attack. Free and clear. All right. That is a 27. Oh, that's a hit. Uh, not go off so only five points of no trick so it's just a standard so five points fire and electricity uh all right a little bit of damage on this one so not much it's a good start at the very least uh let's go on to uh zinnia in the surprise round here what would you like to do uh zinnia is going to activate her mag boots is that a move action uh Yeah. yeah i think so yeah Perfect. That's what she's going to do. Cool. She's standing on solid ground. <laughs> it's a yeah. little ironic that for the first time in her campaign, you can she's uh, standing up. You can like attach yourself to the door here. You can be sideways. That is fine. As you got a little bonus to your climb checks that will be coming up. And I believe the next person that rolled perception was rest. Is that right? Yay. Yeah. The highest perception, 29. No Ooh. negatives for darkness for you. This one seems to have just sprung to life and is somehow manipulating the gravity around your good buddy Sprouts. Yeah. Uh, also, it, uh, it just occurred to me, uh, I, I have a solar moat now, a uh, solarian moat, so now I just sort of shed light. So <laughs> I guess I didn't really need the dark vision that much, but... <laughs> Well, it should uh, dim lights. Yeah, it's dim lights. So I guess I still need it. Um, so it's up okay. to you. If you uh, you can also purposefully um, uh, like, like drop it. it down. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. OK, well, I'm going to take a, a move action to hmm. I guess I'm just going to draw my sword mm-hmm. and I guess that's it. OK, so pulling the moat out and from lighten up the room a little bit with that blade you can indeed see a a shearing cousin of yours whose face is just splayed open and destroyed looking like it is coming at you and that is indeed what they're going to do on their turn first of all we've got a couple here in the hallway behind Devasho who has not seen them coming um I'm in danger. And they're just going to spend their turn kind of spider climbing along the ceiling, uh, coming up to just right behind you, Devasho. And this one in front of Echo 7 and Trest and Sprouts. Uh, first off, can the three of you please make me a fortitude save? Trust and Sprouts? Mm hmm. Might be a good reroll place. Uh, 
This might be a good re-roll place. No, 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 it's fine. I'm just going to quit the podcast. All right. Sprout's rolling <laughs> a five on the dice. We've got a six on the dice. Not great. Um, Tress an 18. Uh, as you stare into this, this undead creature, um, it feels like the the lungs, uh, your your breathing capacity is is being violently collapsed. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, you you have your uh, a, a great deal of difficulty drawing breath. Oh uh, no! Ah! Oh no! <laughs> I was about to say anyone that can see and breathe that begins its turn within. 15 feet of uh, this guy is taking some damage. Uh, Drew, does does Imranta not need to breathe? Echo 7 does not breathe! Oh, what a lame class. All right, but might make you a little more effective against these guys. <laughs> As max damage going to Trest and Sprouts, uh, seven points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, sorry, Trest, you have succeeded, so... No damage. Oh, seven, seven points just to poor old Sprouts. Uh, no. Yes. Take it. <laughs> Write it down. Mark it down. <laughs> and uh, let's do the same over here. Uh, Devasho, make me two of these rolls. Um, sure. Actually, I think you have you to be said, able to see this thing. Ah, uh, well, good, because I'm blind. So, ha. Huh? No. no. Well, now th- th- they were outside of maybe Dark Vision before. Uh, but yeah, coming within 15 feet, I think now that they're up on you, you might be able to to see them clearly. So two fortitude saves and Zinni one. Okay. Oh, well, I passed one. I passed yeah. And Zinnia taking uh, D4 plus three. Uh, five points in total as the, the air starts seeping out of your lungs. And now these two that her start next to you, Zinnia, this one is going to try and slam into you, just bringing its undead fists into your armor, trying to break it open. Bang, go. This is a just straight attack roll. <clears throat> 19 on the dice. And 14 points of bludgeoning damage from its its slam attack and then the same is going to happen on the other side let's see who is going to attack in the turn order of course sprouts marlow and uh getting a minus four to your armor class as you're still stuck to the ceiling coming at you with a slam attack 18 on the dice rocks have been rolled uh, minimum damage 11 points of bludgeoning damage here but it seems to be sticking it to you that is our surprise rounds echo seven we are starting with you in the top of turn one. Oh, doctor so echo seven is gonna make a a tactical move here uh because we're very close proximity and i don't have this guy flat-footed yet mm-hmm. uh He's going to punch this thing with his power armored fist. And hopefully this macro is set right once I got melee attack, you say personal focus. Oh, my goodness. Just just one attack. Yes. Right ahead. It's a 22 to hit. Oh, that's a hit for 12 damage. Bludgeoning. I believe so. Yes. So is it non-lethal damage? 
I, I don't think with a pat with power armor. I think it's considered a a, a proper weapon, like yeah. a, like like a battle glove kind of deal. Uh, so there's a there's a thing to make it a battle glove, but this is not a battle glove. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, I mean that makes sense. It's a massive piece of metal slamming into you. Yeah, like, like there's <laughs> I, I, the only reason to do that strong. is because there's a, a a thing to make any melee with the power yeah. armor. A, the like only a reason I blood, ask but... is just because some undead are immune to non-lethal damage. So if you did deal right. non-lethal, then they none of that would go through. All so undead are immune to non-lethal damage. See, I'm one eighth undead. I know these things. <laughs> my father was undead on his uh, his mother's side so oh yeah cool lethal damage awesome that's great uh so long as you're sure about that that is blasting through this guy did you want to try a move action as well uh, oh i guess i couldn't do that huh uh sprouse is not on my shoulder right now right uh nope it's up on the ceiling uh then i am going to take a guarded step uh just over here to potentially give uh, old Trest some some uh, flanking buddy. So unfortunately, uh, I, I will allow you to make guard step, but you will have to make that athletics check. Uh, Patrick. G, or acrobatics. Uh, yeah. Um, this is not going to affect the fact that I took damage, but uh, something to be aware of is because of my uncanny agility, you do not get any bonuses against me if I'm prone. Oh, my even prone <laughs> Jeez louise hey. okay well just uh, leave yourself I, 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 i'm sorry I, I i that's why i was checking something but oh, no, I, I know that it would not have affected that attack because that we rolled too high but Thank goodness i rolled an 18 all right, right. Good, good to know can uh, sprouts echoes... be prone on my shoulder every ro- attack every round <laughs> just laying down there like, like whatever seriously <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, uh, make me that athletics or acrobatics i'm gonna true. do acrobatics all right now, do your mag boots give you a bonus to that as well? Uh, I do not have mag boots turned on right now, <gasps> oh, but okay, I have a plus point. 18 to acrobatics. So oh, hopefully okay, this so is pretty good. Don't roll. I, I guess if you roll a one, you can still mess this up, but it is a DC 20. So you're able to move right around the side of this creature. And that'll be your turn, bringing us to uh Sprouts Marlow, second in the turn order. All right, so obviously I'm going to uh, use my move action to right myself. Ooh, okay. And uh, so I can't take a guarded step, can I? Um, or a guarded like. If I'm on the ceiling, can I like just like kind of guardedly like pop over to like dress? I mean, honestly, since you are climbing, if you didn't want to write yourself and just kind of take a guarded uh, step to make a climb check, I would allow that. Okay, I do have climbing. I just don't know what my is that acrobatics, acrobatics or athletics here. Yeah, for for okay. climbing, finding some some handholds, pushing off from the ceiling. Oof, that's a. No, it's a natural one. You have a plus 17. Yikes. Uh, All right. Unfortunately, that's going to do it. That is a a fail on this. You're not able to to catch yourself. Um, But oh, you have a standard action left if you want to try again or do something else. Yeah, I I definitely I guess I need to make myself on. Do do I? I don't have any bonuses against me when I attack, correct? Any negatives? No. Yeah. So if you don't get any bonuses against me when I'm prone, I guess it doesn't really matter. Mm. Um, but I feel I still need to be able to move around. Uh, I'm going to try to. Yeah, I'm going to try to do it again. I'm trying to move again. Uh, it's 31. 
Oh, okay. There we go. Success. So yeah, you want to so. pop on to Trest? I, gu- I guess Trest, yeah. Okay. Clambering up onto my, onto my old shoulders. Yeah. Um, let's go down to Zinnia next. All right. I've been grappling with where I want to uh, move. I do want to get away from this thing. Uh, before I do that, can I identify it? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. And this is indeed an undead creature. I think identifying this guy is going to be life science. Does that sound right? That sounds like I think it's mysticism, right? Oh, mysticism. That makes much more sense. Yes. For undead. So as a biohacker, (laughs) I can use life science for living creatures or uh Physical, physical science for, for unliving, but would yeah. this be unliving if it's undead? Oh, yeah. Or yes. is undead equal to unliving? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> undead is unliving, yeah. Yep. So physical science is not good for me. So <laughs> I guess. My I'll Achilles healed! I mean, physical science. Well, I'm not trained in physical science. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mysticism. If you want to roll mysticism, <laughs> go right ahead. We know you got some ranks because you. Stole a magical stone ring. off of Suscalon. Yeah. <laughs> Super cool stone. That's the worst. All right, so that's an eight to identify it. <laughs> you got no clue. It's no an undead <laughs> weirdo creature. All right. Oh, um, she ran. She's going to... Um, I mean, all right. So let me ask if I if I went around this corner right here, would I be would I have a clear shot to the undead guy? Yeah, yeah. You can park yourself around the corner and kind of poke out, just like um, right there. Yep. Now that will one require a climb, athletics or acrobatics, and two, it will potentially provoke an attack of opportunity. Yes, I have mobility, so I do get plus four to my AC on that. Uh, uh, attack of opportunity um, for acrobatics. I will roll that now. And I do have my bat- mag boots on. Uh, 33. So, yep, you're able to climb over there. Um, I think that would be just the end of your movement because it's about 10 feet away. What, what's your move speed? Because climb is a quarter of... Uh, it is. Uh, so with the mag boots on, she doesn't have to make a skill check to move as long as she's on metal. It The mag boots are specifically designed so that you don't have to yeah so you could walk around in zero g right yeah uh right so it gives you a plus five circumstance bonus to it athletic checks to climb metal surfaces and then in zero g you can just move your regular land speed yep in areas of zero gravity while wearing a pair of mag boots you can move your land speed across metal surfaces without having to attempt skill checks so long as you are adjacent to an appropriate surface so yeah you can climb along the the wall here and kind of orient yourself so it looks like you are looking down on the the hallway okay if that makes sense um but yeah i will i will make my attack of opportunity as you go oh no just straight rocks this this halloween episode 19 on the dice so uh definitely definite hit for 13 points of bludgeoning damage but go ahead and make your attack or do whatever you'd like how that hurts. Um, all right, so I am going to take an attack with my Thunderstrike Sonic Pistol um, with a trick, mm-hmm. too. This one that uh, had just hit you? Yeah, the one that was right in front of me a minute ago. So that's a CR2 or lower on the trick. Probably not going to work. Oh, actually, it's CR4 or lower. <laughs> not going to do it, unfortunately. Uh, and the attack is a 21. 
That is a hit, though. So you've blasted them for four um, sonic. Yes, four sonic damage. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, that is your turn. This one seems mildly perturbed with you. Trest, back to you. You've got your magical sword in hand. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I'm just going to uh, jetpack over into a flanking position uh, with old uh, good friend Echo 7. And I, as I move, I'm going to go and try to chop at this thing's legs. Solar chop. Um, 22 with flanking. Hit. Ah, nice. For 22 points of damage. Ooh, this guy is a bloodied Love from that, buddy. magical slash through midsection. Can I also uh, roll a mysticism to try to identify this thing? Uh, please do. All right, let's see. Let's see if I know things. DC 22. 22. Okay. You know one of these things. <laughs> one thing about these things. These are Nihili. Nihili. Right. Uh, they are undead creatures formed from people who die, especially in the the airless void of, of space, returning back after depressurization or... Uh, being frozen out in in the vacuum and uh, um, yeah, yeah being, okay. being very uh, confused as to why they are they're still walking the lands of the living. Hmm. Uh, guys, what would you like anything, to know? Anything in particular we should learn about these guys? Um, uh, resistances. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, mm-hmm. uh, any any energy res- or any resistances? I'll say. No resistances. Uh, you guys have already figured out they are undead, so you know of undead immunities. But I'll I'll give you either it's EAC or KAC. Which would you like? Um, or or one of the saves, something else. How about it's EAC? EAC of seventeen. Oh, seventeen. Right. They're not they're not super difficult to hit. They're just a lot of them. Okay. All right. That is your turn. Bring us to Devasho. Devasho, now there's like three of them all within 15 feet of you. You're going to be making some fortitude saves for me, sir. Why am I the only one who had to make fortitude saves? Well, there it's about 15 feet of you. So uh, if if this continues on, you'll have to make a bunch. No, I'm saying uh, on their their turn. So don't, don't roll them now. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. I'm okay. You are surrounded by sense. three of them. Sorry, you said like you're going to have to make some fortitude saves. I took that as a call to action. Oh, you will. <laughs> we'll keep we'll, we'll, we'll keep that role for later. No, I was hoping you'd ignore it. <laughs> um, that's fine. Okay, so yeah, three of these things around of Vasho. Two of them within range, within 10 feet. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm going to align my shield against the one uh, towards um, behind me or behind Devasho. And I'm, but I'm going to try and uh, punch the one that Zinnia shot at. All right. If, if that makes any sense. Solar attunement attack roll go. Attack roll good. Uh, tool, uh, t- 24 to hit. I'm assuming. Yeah, you're smashing this one. How much damage? 21 points of smash your face in damage. Okay. All right. That is 
Then it's your turn. Uh, this one that you just smashed is going to move, kind of uh, crawling from the ceiling, maybe uh, over to the, the area right in front of Zinnia. These other two are going to move up on you, Devasho. Um, Attack of opportunity on that one, go. Uh, yeah, this one's moving more than 10 feet, so through a threatened square. Go you right fool. ahead. That's when tw- this is when 20s come up. Oh, you're so dangerous with your... Oh, a 19 on the dice. 32 to hit. That's a hit, though. That's going to be because of my opportunistic fusion. It's actually going to be 21 points of damage. Excellent. All right. Doing doing enough to this one as well. Um, And that's all the movements for these guys. Uh, Let's let's do this in order from the forward part of the ship to the aft. This one is going to try Zinnia to to attack you. Uh, just with a single slam attack. Oh no! Oh, oh, no. That was a two. Has, that has was a not two. rolled below a fifteen in this combat. Oh, this no. man is off the chain. <sighs> Y'all, we shouldn't have split the party. <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, a, a quick shout out to one of our fans, uh, Tom G, who's uh, who's been with us since this summer on the Patreon. Thank you so much. Uh, no critical cards for me for these guys. So just just double damage coming at you Zinnia, from my brutal slam attack around the corner. I was going to give you some extra armor there, too, from this corner attack. That is 26 points of bludgeoning damage. OK, yikes. And did you, go, did you go into hit? Well, I don't know. How yeah, I'm in hit point damage. Oh, oh boy. I'm glad I uh, asked. Let's go ahead and Devasho. Uh, make me a couple of fortitude saves and Zinnia, make me one. Oh, no, Zinnia. Oh, f- fail on this fort. And a couple of successes for Devasho. So each of you is just going to take uh, from the decompression glaze five points of bludgeoning damage devasho these two coming within five feet of you their their gravity well ability starts playing with your your footing your hand holds here in zero g uh can you make me two reflex saves yes not my best save i'm not gonna lie it's also dc 15 Oh, these are almost guaranteed. Oh, please. One more oh. good roll would be excellent. Oh, yes. Two yes, successes. Tyler. Two successes. That was so, unlikely. Not You're not prone while these guys start bludgeoning you to death. Two attacks coming at Devasho. The tank. Uh, the second one will be the one that you have the shield raised against. Ooh, okay. I rolled lower on that. Uh, what is your armor class right now? Um... Again, normally it would be KAC of 23 against the one that the shield's up on is 25. Okay, that that one just batters right into your shield as you bring it back from striking this other guy and misses. The the other one does score one hit, a nine on the dice for 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Now, the same thing is going to happen over here in the the aft side of the ship. Can all three of you guys make me a reflex save first? See if you are thrown prone. Ooh, Trist. Oh, no, that's a fail. And oh, Echo 7-2. So both of you guys just kind of 
Tom, thrown towards the ground here, and this this one that's kind of crawling now on the ground next to you, uh, he's going to make two attacks, one against each of you. So first one versus Echo Seven, and the second versus Tress. So minus four of these, offset by your oh. your your prone. Uh, what is your armor class, Drew? Your KAC. My KAC is uh, 24. Okay, so 20 with that. Uh, I've rolled an 8 on this dice. That is a miss. Uh, I will say, trust that 17 on the second dice is going to be hit. So, 15 points of damage. And all three of you here in this room make me a fortitude save against the decompression. Man, these, this bad guy has a lot oh, no. of abilities. Oh, lots of stuff going on. All right, fail from Echo 7. <gasps> fail from Sprouts. Fail from Trest. So this turn, ooh, max damage, an additional seven points of bludgeoning for all three of you. Oh, I forgot to, I forgot uh, to say, um, oh, uh, oh, this oh. guy can make a reflex save, please. <gasps> oh, what, what special things you got going on? Oh, well, you'll find out when you make your reflex save. <gasps> I've made it. And I've, what is it? I've I've rolled another rock of 18. Okay, so you take five damage. This is the reflecting armor, of course. Yeah. Oh, smart. So, and, oh, and, sorry, and what was the sorry? What was the damage from the uh, suffocation? Seven. 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 Max damage. Okay. Uh, and, and and also Echo Seven takes no damage from the suffocation. Oh yeah, I, I forgot about that trick. Sorry. If I asked you to make a fortitude you'd save on that. I guess just tell me this. Kick rocks. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm happy. He, he I like got, rolling he got, dice, he, so I'm fine. He got rid of a five. It, yeah, we threw a five <laughs> in the trash. That's worth it. Kick rocks, Patrick. Uh, that is their turn, bringing us to turn two. Ooh, it's getting deadly here on the ghost ship. Uh, Echo Seven, we're back to you. Oh, I think because uh, this cat is still not flat-footed, I'm going to make another uh, punch, punch, punch. Now, do you want to do one or do you want to go double? I, double at him. Oh, I am flanking buddies with... You can't take your move action to... Like, can I write yourself from prone if you want? Actually, yes, I want to do that because okay. that's gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write myself from prone. All right, single attack, and then uh, uh, punch, punch, punch. That is a 29 Ooh. to hit. 17 on the dice. That is a hit for 11 damage. Okay. Oh, it's so close. This one's creeping up there. You are nearly tearing off an arm as you're. Buddies, Sprouts and Tress on the other side, slashing, shooting them up. Uh, Sprouts Marlow, back to you here on Tress' shoulder now, switched off. All right, so uh, Sprouts is going to target this this fellow and take a shot. Trick attack. Zero seven or lower. Oh, that is a tricked undead creature. Uh, it's a nineteen to hit, so the twenty hit to hit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's EAC is 17, so... Awesome. Hit. How much damage so are we talking? 28 points of damage. Oh, my goodness. One well-placed trick shot is all you need to blast a hole clear through this thing's cranium. There we go, uh, baby. It floats off like a, a pile of driftwood here in Zero G. Now fully dead, not just undead. Uh, Why can't y'all do a, that at the front of the ship? Oh, oh, what's up? Uh, Jabert. Um, Miles, you do not need, well, 
you certainly could can choose to roll your trick your uh, to see if you trick, but you're allowed to take ten now mm-hmm. on that check. So at level seven, yeah, at level seven, you're na- you're now allowed allowed to just take ten on your on your trick. So I will um, say uh, that is that is you... that is usually enough. Yeah, what what's what would be your bonus to trick here? Because that might be worth knowing for the rest of this combat. You need a, a 25 against these creatures. So would taking 10 be enough? Oh, no. Because, I mean, I... Well, let's see, this was a 27, I guess. Um, so which 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 uh, skill are you rolling right now? What do you, what do you mean with which scale? Which skill? Skill. skill? Oh. Pretty sure uh, sense motive. Sense which, motive. Okay. Yeah. So you have a plus 16, which means anything level 6 or level 7? Yeah, seven. Great, because if you roll one, uh, so yeah, you can from here on out. Ooh, that's oh, that's good so I auto trick every time now on something that low level. Yeah, so basically your level or lower. Okay, cool. Um, just because you are uh, a higher level operative. Um, oh, so my last trick should have gone off, but I, I rolled poorly, so it didn't really matter. Um, Let's move on, Zinnia. Back to you, the forward side of the ship. What you got? Zinnia is going to activate her cloaking field. Mm-hmm. As a move action? As a move action and take another move action to go around the corner. Yeah. Um, can I, as I'm doing that, pull out a syringe, like a healing serum? Uh, I'll allow it. Just so that I can use it next turn. Oh, yeah. Um, down, down there's an HP damage uh but you are definitely leaving davasho to himself with some of these baddies you think that you think he can take them (laughs) he can take them better than i can goodness gracious (laughs) not doing Uh, great (laughs) trust back to you you do you can barely see down this this darkened hallway here except maybe the dim glow of a shield but you can tell your your buddies on the other end of the ship are indeed in some trouble okay well, I am going to uh, summon some reinforcements for them uh, mm-hmm. to the extent of my vision range. Bloop. Um, Popping in. Yeah. And then as a move action, as a move action, I am uh, going to move one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. I guess I'll move to about here. All right. Um, Jetpacking down the hall. Just with Jetpacking from prone, just like <laughs> rocket man. <laughs> Yeah, right. uh, so and then you can see indeed where you have summoned your is this an inevitable this is a medium sized inevitable Ooh, uh, where you've summoned them there are indeed a couple of these undead creatures on your boy Devacho. all right yeah um, I um, am can you for this summoned creature make me a reflex save I can yeah. All right. They are not prone as they come in to their the gravity well here. Uh, is that your full turn, sir? Um, that is my turn, but then I'm oh, going yeah. to attack. Oh. I will attack. Uh, flanking with with your new friend of Osho. I think I got to go. I think I got to go uh, two attacks on this one. Uh, the, yeah. So the one right in front of you. Yeah. It has been hit by Devasho before. So this one has taken some damage. Oh, good. Ooh. Uh, ooh. You were robbed. It, it looked like it was an 18 on the dice. It's a four. Miss. Uh, one more. Okay, here we go. 
Jeez oh, oh, oh. Louise. 17 Seven. to hit. Seven on the dice. That is a miss against KAC. It's against yep. KAC, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Devasha, we're on to you. You've got some reinforcements. You got some more coming down the hallway. You can see now, but you got three of these guys right around you. What would you like to do? Jews. These things count as significant enemies. Yes, I would say so. They're they're pronking up your team. Okay. Well, uh, you just you said you couldn't pull a credit card for them, so I just wanted to make sure they are lower than your level technically, yeah. but but they're, they're still, still significant, very significant in mass. Then why don't we? I haven't done this in a while, but why don't we proc a Trox ability to uh, frenzy? Oh, your buddy uh, Zinnia's hurt. Yeah, this is a once per day thing, but since I feel like this will be our only thing in this on this day uh we're gonna fly into a frenzy to gain a plus two racial bonus to melee attack rolls but a minus two penalty to ac for one minute boys and girls you got a halloween re-roll don't you forget it as well absolutely so we're gonna take two attacks against the one that i am flanking with yeah assuming i don't murder it on the first attack and if i miss if i roll poorly i'm just going to go ahead and throw out the re-roll right away yeah First attack, these are essentially just, I don't even have to augment anything. 21, that'll hit. 21 points of damage. Second attack. Oh, he's hurt. He's bloody. Let's roll. Let's roll. Come on. Two in a row, two in a row. 22 to hit. 20 points of damage. Oh, yeah. He's still standing, but he's super hurt now. This one that you are flanking with Tress Summoned Creature, his magical creature. Yeah, I can't ask for any more than two hits. So, well, what you can ask for is some some <laughs> some good saving throws. Because first <laughs> off, oh boy, oh no, uh, Devasho, make me three reflex saves. You are now within three gravity wells. They're trying to toss you up and to the ceiling and onto the floor. All right. Well, I'm gonna re-roll the fail. So. Oh, no. 18, on the, 18 dice. on the dice. Get out. Oh, 15 on the 15. dice. Get out of here. Oh, no. Eight on the dice. Is that a oh, fail? That I'm is gonna, a fail. I'm going to have to reroll it. I don't want to fail here. I don't want to be prone. This could be super dangerous. Save me, Halloween roll. Oh, 19 no. on the dice. Happy Halloween. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, much less interesting. Make me three fortitude saves. And uh, Jabert, you can make uh, two for your summon creature, I, I guess if they breathe. They do not breathe. Okay, then never mind. Yeah. Uh, Devasho, doing well. I'm guessing you have to roll pretty low for a four. Yeah, two. I'd have to roll, right. I think, a two or a one. All saves. Wow, six saves in a row. You're like a <laughs> bloody party's <laughs> paladin. Uh, okay, so they're not getting much bonuses against you here, except flanking, which they are going to use... <sighs> And I'm gonna make I'm gonna make full attacks. These two that are standing on you are gonna make double attacks, and this one that moved up on you is gonna make a single. So I'm gonna do that single first. Sounds good. Uh, 14 on the dice will hit. Oh. For 15 points of damage, and if they can take you down, they might switch to this this summon creature behind you. But they they can. Tell a big, juicy, living target when they see one. So first, two attacks versus this one. Oh, 13 and a 14 on the dice. I think that is just a hit for both of them. So much damage. 
maximum damage. Oh, why would you do such a thing? From two hits, 32 points of damage? You still up? Yeah, you're not even through my stamina. Don't oh my goodness, I hate you so much, Tyler. <laughs> Two more tags. I thought it was being... Oh, no. <laughs> why did, I, why did I say that, Snarky? Why did you bloat so much? Natural uh, 20 on one of these, and the other is a, a fail. Um, uh, you got uh, a Michael- toot, toot kaboom and a natural 20 <laughs> in the same roll. Michael P. from our Patreon uh, also joined up this summer for our Dead Men Roll No Crits extravaganza. Thank you for supporting us and, and listening. Uh, whew, here comes another double damage roll. Can I get a cosmic crit, please? Another max damage? No. Only 26 points of damage on this one. Um, and that is that is their full turn, believe it or not. We've just got three of them surrounding Devasho at the Mo. Echo 7, we are back to you. All right, Echo 7 is going to uh, kick off the wall to get to just through this door right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so you're not going to try to get the power back on? Uh, it is it's too massively much. destroyed. It's like de- absolutely destroyed. Also, I don't have the capability to do that because my <laughs> ranks are too low. It's oh, like, okay. a, like I don't have the, the skills or the technical know how to do it's that. It's slightly <laughs> above a dross trying to plug a USB <laughs> cord in. Like, I imagine like uh, Tristan Echo's plan was just to try to like plug it back in or try turning it off and on again and like to, <laughs> like to, to kick it like yeah, get on it or something. <laughs> a simple note would have sufficed. <laughs> so you can kick off, but stopping yourself will require an acrobatics check to grab a, a handhold. Oh, oh no! no. Acrobatics wanna... check. <laughs> Do you, you want to stop yourself in the doorway where you've placed your your uh, character? Yes, because I should be able to shoot uh, about everything in this hallway that I need to shoot right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so go ahead and make me that acro check. Basically, don't roll a one. Hey, you've rolled a two. I rolled a two, and I survived. <laughs> just, just grab uh, with a free hand that, and yeah, you can see just at the end of the hallway here, a couple of these un- same undead that attacked you in the engineering bay. Going on, your boy, Devasho. All right, this this one in particular that is dead ahead in Echo 7's vision. Uh, uh-huh, that, wants all to- right, so there's, there's no impeding things on this one. Um, at the end of the hallway, this one looks full strength. Uh, we're going to take a shot with the hail cannon. Ooh, all right. What? And it's a three on the dice for a 16 to KAC. Halloween reroll, Halloween reroll, Halloween, Halloween. Should I do it? I'm getting a nod from this Tyler. We're going to redo it. Three on the dice. I would highly recommend. It's a... It's a 19 to hit. That's all you needed. Believe it or not, 19's a hit. Yes. Yeah. However, I went from max damage to not max damage. 14, oh. uh, 14 damage. Only uh, three right, point difference, though. First, so. first points on the board for that one. And yeah, it's a, a it's number a, higher a, than zero. The, so. the, the green numbers are not always accurate in, on roll 20 because it's one die, one max die and not the other. Yeah, but, no one cares, Drew. Sprouts Marlowe, on to you. All right, so uh, Sprouts is going to attack the, the very same um, Sheeran, Undead Sheeran, because Ooh. there is Don't no... Yeah, there's that, but also I got got a robot that looks like a Vex in the way, so... Mm-hmm. Alright, so shot. the 
the target that does not have anyone in front of him go right ahead all right so trickle i guess automatically go off where's there we go oh yeah uh, oh my so that oh, gives it a 17 no. which is exactly what i needed correct oh no yeah so only because you can make him flat-footed will that be a hit yeah for 35 wow. points damage. 35 it's immediately <laughs> bloody wild so much damage immediately bloody Zinnia, we are back to you here before we got here sprouts was playing magda mccree so he was just <laughs> you you're, you're healing up in the hallway yeah, that was my plan. Mm-hmm. But if I do that, I'm not going to be able to do anything else. Um, although I'm also not sure what I could do because there's not really anywhere for me to go. <laughs> Shoot Tavasha with a stem <laughs> that gives him 10 foot of extra movement. <laughs> so, yeah. so seriously, I thought about or anything. <laughs> could I stab myself, load my injector pistol and shoot something at Devasho in one no, round? No, yeah. I mean, uh, no, I mean, no, because it's a standard to, to apply a... If you uh, had the quick draw right, action, sure. maybe? If you want to, you've already got your healing serum loaded up. If you want, you, you can load that into your, your trank gun and, and shoot him with it. Could do that. Do, are you into HP? Oh, yeah. Damage? Oh, yeah. Do you, know how much, do you know how much damage he did last round? I, I yeah, like I mean, it probably something. does you a lot yeah, more like good than it does me. So I am going to do that. I'm going to take my uh, healing potion that I had, or serum that I had uh, prepared for myself, loaded into my injector pistol. And that is something you can do, right? I'm not making this up. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, yeah, 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 you can shoot serums. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. don't know what the what the action economy is, action economy is about around like. Well, she's using a move action stuff, to reload it. She's yeah, using a move so, action to reload it, and then a standard to shoot it. Yeah, yeah. and you got. Yeah, already I've already taken hands, it so. out in my hand. I'm yeah. going to put it into my pistol. Well, I guess I have to take my pistol out. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. And, do you want to roll it? Do you want Devasha <laughs> to roll it? Um. Roll it. Well, I have to. I have to hit right. Nope. They. Uh, you, you can attune your teammates to your your kit basically at level one. Have you just and been attuning your kit to all your samples that you're collecting? Not, <laughs> I'm pretty not telling us about it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was one of the changes they made from the yeah. playtest that you just automatically hit your allies with the. the I, good yeah, stuff. Oh, okay, I think good. in the biohacker rules it says if you have one of Devasho's eyes, you automatically <laughs> with the special juice. <laughs> so give me the special juice. All right, awesome. So I uh, that that'll be three d eight. You can roll it. Go ahead and roll two. it. Okay. I need to save my precious rolls for damage. Sweet. 13. 13 back. Excellent. Appreciate All right, Trest, we are back to you. All right. Um, I am charging um, at uh, this open slot here. Oh, yeah. Oh, good call. Can you Um, charge? uh, With my jetpack, I can. Oh, that's right, dude! That zoom jetpack in, already coming in hand, zoom, right zoom. into combat. So you're you're charging at the the one on the opposite side of your your summoned creature here. Uh, go ahead and make that attack roll for for Trest first. Okay, I want this to happen. So this is minus two for charging, but then plus two for flanking. So mm-hmm. good. Awesome. Uh, and this guy is flat footed. Oh yeah, good point. For a thirty to hit. Oh, that's it. All right, twenty-four points of damage. Go. 
be anticlimactic, but I gotta get a calculator. My brain has stopped working this Halloween special. <laughs> well, while Patrick is calculating, Jabert, I'm super <laughs> impressed by the damage that Trust is doing with the solar sword. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's, I did not think it would be that good, but it is yeah. really it a great option. 23 hit points left, so it is destroyed by hey! solar wind blowing in from the opposite awesome. side of the ship. All right. That turns out over because you your summon creature here. In. All right. Come on. Two attacks. Come on, inevitable. Uh, let's, we got to We gotta do two. We got to do yeah. two. I don't think you'd have to, but I'll allow you to re-roll an inevitable roll if you want with your <laughs> holiday. Go ahead and make that first. Ooh. I'm going to re-roll that one. <laughs> Real garbage. Three on the dice. Well, what if you don't have to? What, why don't you roll the second attack? Oh, that's a good point. Oh, roll 20 here. Got here. <laughs> Come on, inevitable. Oh, I'm okay. re-rolling that one. Four on the dice. Go ahead and re-roll it. <laughs> I swear. That was terrible. Uh. Oh, gosh. Oh, this summon creature is good for standing there and providing what flanking. That's it. mostly what it's there for. So. And he will do that to Devasho right now, who... It's your turn, sir. This one uh, on the other side of the summon creature is very weak. All right. Let's do two punches. One to the one that is um, very weak. Very weak. And then one on the other side as well. Go right ahead. I'm going to spread the love. I'm so confident that I'm going to take that out. That one out. He'll steal Tyler. Calling my shot right now. Call me old, yo. Please tell me 22 is enough. Please. Oh, much more than enough. 10 hit points left. You've destroyed this one. Oh, yeah, goodbye. baby. There he yeah. is. One. Devasho pivots around on his heel, and he's going to uppercut this other one straight in its candy crush jaw. What? <laughs> that was a joke between Dwayne The Rock Johnson and the app Candy Crush. Oh, please don't do that ever <laughs> you again. You want to use a wordy dirt in our, our Halloween <laughs> I, episode. I thought it was funny, Tyler. Thank you, Miles. I was like, I know Miles is going to like this. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's 24 the to hit. Okay. That's a hit. <laughs> Minimum damage, 19 points. Okay. It's still up, but this one is currently bloodied. I'll take it. Only one creature left. <sighs> Tavasho, make me a reflex safe. Oh, no. Please. I'm out of re-rolls. <laughs> Please drop to the ground. I'm out of wind juice. Oh, yes. No. Fail, <laughs> fail, fail. Oh, no. You get trapped in its gravity well, and obviously it's going to make, make you pay by double attack. <laughs> oh, Patrick, you just wanted 20. No. Yeah. Oh, baby. One. Okay. But still a hit, still a hit. On one, first. one's a hit, one, one's a natural one. Minimum damage, eleven points. This one is That's about all I can ask for. Shine from the fight, make me a quick fortitude save, and then we're moving on to turn. Right, as long as I don't roll a one here, I should be good to go. Good to seven. go. Yep. Alrighty, Echo Seven, back to you. Your targets are gone. You're gonna have to move down this hallway a little bit more. Looks like if you want to get back in this fight. Yeah. So Echo is gonna move uh, his is 30 feet which i believe is here mm-hmm. so uh, you're if you're kicking off in zero g you're just floating down the hallway now yes yep. accurate yeah 
Uh, do I need to make a check for that, or uh, am I good? If you want to try and stop yourself, you can. Otherwise, next turn you'll just continue floating. But I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Yeah. If I continue yeah. floating, I'll be fine. Uh, we're going to try. I, I hate that I have to shoot through so much in order to. Yeah. Got, if, it, got, if it helps, Devasho is lying, lying down on the ground. <laughs> he got an entire hallway yeah. of, of folks giving them this uh, this creature some cover. But uh, I don't know. Maybe you can dead eye dick this one. Let's see. We're going to try with the hail cannon, baby. I believe. Oh no! <laughs> I believe in oh, no. re-roll. Have I, have I used oh, my wait, Halloween wait. re-roll yet? Oh no! Can I give him thought, a re-roll? Well, I thought Patrick's rule was that you couldn't re-roll a one. Yeah. Well, that's typically with re-rolls, but you've already used yours, right? Yeah, he's I already did. used his, and we can't re-roll the one. Critical fail, Dick. Let's get to it, everybody. <laughs> Do you want the uh, uh, the official one or our our good? You know, I don't want <laughs> ours. Give me the official one. Ready, and now would you like a energy fail or a kinetic fail? Uh, right, because you do bludgeoning. No, you do piercing, piercing and cold. Big. Yeah, give me the kinetic fail. This is called hangnail. You get a minus one to your attack rolls until a successful medicine check to treat deadly wounds or stores your hit points or you receive magical healing uh and oh <laughs> oh no there's an extreme piercing on the card as well uh called run through uh you take your weapon damage so you're taking that oh no <laughs> 17 points of damage that's oh no stupid that's even worse uh you yeah, hangnail and <laughs> the hangnail goes all and the way through your yourself. hand. You've shot yourself. <laughs> the only the damage hangnail. I have taken this entire Ooh. combat is from my own self. <laughs> ah, uh. That'll do. Sprouts Marlow, we're on to you. You you hear calamity behind you in the hallway. <laughs> what I love about this is that this is the gun that uh, J- Javada made. <laughs> so you can just blame <laughs> you can blame Javada. Javada! <laughs> Um, I, I guess uh, Sprouts is going to go for, well, I can target and then mm-hmm. keep my trick and hop on to Devasho. I mean, so Devasho's, on the, Devasho's on the ground. I don't know if Even better. So that I have, oh, if you're on the ground, then I have a clear sight no matter what, sure. correct? Make me, uh, oh, oh, no, no, no. If he's, if he's, he's pretty tall. So, I mean, even uh, lying prone, there might be, uh, like a negative two shooting through your your good pal. If you want to climb on top of Devasho and negate that, go right ahead. Quick ac- acrobatics check will allow you to do that. All right. I will allow it. Just don't roll that one. All right. So you've climbed up on Devasho, the mound of Devasho. Oh, to- uh, but he does a flip corkscrew, <laughs> like completely nails that landing. Completely. It's very, very cool. Um, and, and succeeding a at a shot. trick attack, make me that trick. All right. Here we go. Oh, no. Oh, that is a hit, but yeah. not the crazy amount of damage as last turn. How much you got here? Uh, 21 points of damage. Oh, still up. Still up. But Zinnia, flat, we are. But it is flat footed. Flat footed. We are back to you, Zinnia. So as the farthest I can go is to the corner, mm-hmm. yeah. and I shoot around the corner. Yeah, I'll allow it. 
I mean, you can you can go just straight on top of Devasho if you you want here and try make a shot. Oh, just stand on top of him and take a shot from there. Yeah, I mean, you, you can. Uh, yeah, not stand on top of him, but it's ten foot and he is prone currently. So. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll do that. That's fine. Already, trick attack against this last undead. CR 14 or low, uh, 16 or lower on oh. the trick attack. Oh, that and is And 26 on the attack. Oh, that's a hit. How much damage Awesome. So that's going to do, oh gosh, 30. I can't count. 35. 25. 25. 25. 25. 25. 25. Okay. It had uh, like seven hit points left. So it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Out of our Halloween combat. Oh, that was good. Whoa. Congratulations, everyone. Thank you. Hooray, we didn't get spooked this year. No spooks, no tricks, just treats. <laughs> As you can continue searching through the the crew quarters, the the empty and, and dead crew quarters of the uh, eternal melodies and find a large number of UPBs. There's a couple of Mark II uh, serums of healing. Uh, you find a, a carbon staff, a tactical knife amongst the the items here, uh, as well as a Mark II ring of resistance. Um, the only chamber here is the one closest to the bridge on the port side is locked. And uh, I want to make me an engineering check. This is the one right in front of this dead body. Clear him out the uh, does, way. She, does she need an assist with that? A 31? 31. No, it is DC 30. So don't even need a reroll. <laughs> Actually, 35 to disable the lock, I think. Good point. Uh, this is the captain's quarters. And indeed, taking a look through here, uh, you can find a cred stick with uh, about 3,000 credits on it, an advanced shell set of armor. Um, Sized to a shearin hanging in the, the closet, and there's a, a data pad floating a few inches above the captain's desk, uh, which um, will we'll speed the play a little bit. Say so you can hook Amy up to, and uh, your little living computer will start pulling the secrets out of it, where you find the ship's manifest indeed belaying the fact that this was a religious pilgrimage of this vessel. Uh, nearly all Sheerans traveling from the Pact Worlds uh, in search of the Forever Reliquary. Uh, it does mention that this was uh, traveling with two other ships, one named the Endless Harmony, the other the Unending Song. And they they only set out a, a few months ago from, from the date here. Um, and while this doesn't contain data on the Prodigal Stone... Um, you are pretty sure that that would be stored in the ship's main computer. You guys want to head towards the bridge? Can you clarify a timeline thing for me? Mm -hmm. So I thought this ship seemed much older, but you're saying that it, it, it it left, excuse me. You're saying it left just a few months ago. It's a very old ship. So maybe 70 or 80 years old, but, um, it uh, it's only been out here, um, okay. drifting for probably three or four months. Yeah. Okay. 
Thank you for the clarification. Yeah, not not a new ship is, I guess, what I was trying to convey, but now it is a destroyed ship. Uh, head to the bridge. Yes. Yeah. Opening up, you see um, a few more undead here. These ones not offering up any resistance, um, but from the captain's quarters, um, maybe some photos still floating around. You can tell one of these bodies is indeed the the captain of the Eternal Melody. And yeah, um, on board, there is some hardware that has not been destroyed. What looks like server computers. Um, it doesn't seem like any way that you'll be able to jury rig will get these back in order, but you can try and take these out, uh, these data modules and bring them back to the, your ship, Galchak's vision to, um, to disable, uh, and, and, and crack down to, to try and figure out where they were headed in order to do this successfully, this will be either computers or engineering checks to start pulling these destroyed data modules out. Now, this one, if you do want to aid, you can on on either. I mentioned engineering will be a little I, bit better. I can aid on engineering. That's fine. I can also aid sure. on computers. Do you not have engineering? I do. My computers is better. Okay. Well, I think we're rolling engineering here. So. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So let's see. Well, you, you auto aid um, Miles oh, uh, for, for Sprout. So why don't you just roll me two more, Drew? Um, because you have a chance for failure here. But oh, you're not going to. You're not going to. <laughs> 24, another aid, a 15, eight. All right. So you've got plus four to these. Zinnia is yes. a deep. To 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 pull these out, it's a DC twenty eight. What's your bonus? Uh, eighteen. So plus twenty two. I think we're talking about not rolling a uh, one, two, three, four, or five. Can you take a, five, a ten That's or twenty on this? Thirty nine with the aids. Yeah. No. Oh uh, no! Twenty-seven with the aids. Oh wait, would you would you roll here in total? Five on the dice plus eighteen, twenty-three plus four, twenty-seven. Yeah. What did I think? Sorry, it, one. Oh yeah. Oh, so that is a fail. Um, it does not ruin the module. But oh this wait, one, I have a re-roll, don't I? It I did. My re-roll. You do. Do you want to re-roll it on here? Sure, I'll reward my engineering check. Just don't roll a one. Hey, there you go. It's better. Succeed. 32 on that. And give me one more roll just for... Last one. For good measure. Yeah! Awesome. Three successes. 33. Yeah, so there's some some sparking, some exposed wires that does make this a little bit dangerous. But as you pull these data modules off, you're pretty sure you've gotten just about everything from the computer core's main terminal that would have like the, its flight data. And uh, yeah, you guys can take some time looking through the ship's logs back on your vessel. Um and in healing up some some wounds, if you have uh, looking through the eternal melodies, astrogation uh, logs and their their data, it does seem indeed like they were hot on indeed what it looks like a comet's trail when they were beset by a massive space creature. Uh, 
And as you are, are looking over this information a few hours later, later, the um, your ship's computer sparks to life uh, saying, warning, warning, approaching vessel outside stellar nebula to be continued. Oh, there good. is something out there in the, mm. the 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 dark solar waters floating around. We're gonna find out what it is next week. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have some guesses. Better be some <laughs> space girl scouts. I'm sure you have some some space. fun conjecture. Uh, we will determine what you get out of these logs and what happens next week on Cosmic Crit. Guys, thanks for making this a spooktacular to remember. Oh, Thank yeah. You, Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Ooh, one of the most difficult comments in a bit, but you guys handled four Nihilis quite well. Uh, everyone out there listening, thanks so much, and uh, we'll see you next week. Happy Halloween. Bye. Stay spooky. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This episode has been made possible through a sponsorship with Roll20, and the backing of our Critamander fans on Patreon. Thanks again and have a great week.